And we are back with another edition of the Brother and Sister Rewatch Podcast. I'm Kevin, here alongside my sister, Mare Bear. And last week, we went back to prehistoric times. When yes, we talked we about did. Jurassic Park. This time, we're going back to... There was some history. Yeah. Uh, we're going back to ancient Egypt. And uh, this week, we were talking about the mummy from 1999. 99. You know, I blame this on our parents for taking us to Gettysburg for a family vacation. <laughs> so we're doing, like, historically based yeah. movies. <laughs> So the, the thing that blows my mind about this, now this is something that you and your husband watch. I'm oh my like, god, yeah. I've never seen this movie, which is shocking. Really? Espe- especially since I grew up as a wrestling fan. Yeah. And like The Rock is in one, right? Yeah, he's never in saw the it. second one. Never saw it. Well, and th- he's kind of in the second one. Well, yeah. it, it wasn't either. No, he is. He is, but the... We'll just say the graphics in the second one are not up to par with the graphics. I heard in the that first. actually from somebody yeah. else. But like that, this movie has very strong uh, Indiana Jones vibes mm-hmm. for me. Uh, Brendan Fraser as the lead is pretty awesome, and like it's just a it's a popcorn movie. Yeah, there's a lot of fun watching this and taking notes. And I have good things. To say. I know you were worried. I was, was. shit all over. Kevin this. was like, I finally watched it, and I'm like, please don't ruin one of my favorite movies. No, like, please. Like, <laughs> the only thing, the only thing is in the first scene when we see one of the guys. I thought like, Billy Zane. It looked like <laughs> Billy Zane for a second, but it, it was not. Yep. But uh, yeah, if you, this one is your your choice. Yes. So I mean, I'll let you uh, carry this episode. All right. So. So, guys, this is The Mummy from 1999. It was released in uh, May of 1999, obviously, starring Brendan Fraser, Rachel Weisz, John Hanna, who's Jonathan, Mm -hmm. um, Arnold Vuslow, I apologize if I butcher that, who's Imhotep, and Odin Fair, who is... Ardith Bay, which He's the is Magi. the Magi. Yeah, yes. Gift of the Magi. Yes. Now, Brendan Fraser, not an action guy. No. <laughs> no I'm talking but if you Monkey rem- Bone and yeah. Airheads and George of the Jungle <laughs> and shit like that. George of the Jungle had some... Uh, had a moment. John Cleese was a gorilla. Yeah. And, you know, oh, my Eric- God. Oh, my God. I just realized that that was John You didn't Cleese. know that? Hello, I'm the gorilla. <laughs> I haven't seen that movie since it was on the Disney Channel, but, like... Holy fuck, that yeah. just hit me. Like, that's... Holy it's shit. perfect. And then... My uh, mind just got blown. <laughs> and then, uh, you know, Airheads is one of my favorite yeah. comedies of the 90s. I fucking love that. He was in... Was it Bedazzled? Bedazzled Liz Hurley, which yeah. I think we brought up a few weeks ago. I actually. think so. <laughs> yeah. Oh, no, last week with Jurassic Park, because Liz Hurley was in the running for... For Lena, yeah. Lena Dern's character, yeah. But, uh, yeah, so Brendan Fraser is definitely crazy. I don't know who Rachel Weiss is. She's, Never saw her in anything that I'm aware of. She's actually in quite a few things. Well, I believe it. Um, she, is she known as like a sex pot actress or like a real actress? A real actress. Okay, because <laughs> you, I get that vibe from her in this movie is that this is a woman who knows how to carry herself. Mm-hmm. She's not like it's not like they put some like bimbo. No, <laughs> for lack of a better term. No, in there, definitely you not. Know? Like she was in the Born Legacy. She's actually going to be in the Black Widow. Movie? Black Widow. The Marvel movie no, that's going to be coming out. That's a woman. I'm assuming that's a female. Is she a, is she a villain? Black Widow is Scarlett Johansson's character. Is she a villain? No, she's a, an Avenger. That's a hero. Yeah. Black Widow sounds ominous, though. Like, yeah, I like know. the Joker or something. Well, she's uh, an assassin. Oh. That's why they call her the that, Black wait, Widow. Wait, assassins are good now? Well, she's an assassin for good. Oh, okay. Come get your Lee Harvey Oswald bobblehead, everybody. <laughs> Assassins are good now. All right. <laughs> the fuck? John Wilkes Booth is coming up next. <laughs> Too soon? Too soon. Never. Um, she was also in Constantine, The Great and Powerful Oz. 
Oh, um, was she the witch? Mm-hmm. The bad witch? Yes. Oh, she, okay, I did see that movie. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that, she's good in that, all right. Yeah, she's been in quite a bit. She was the mom in The Lovely Bones. No idea. Is that um, it was a, Bones? It was a book made into a movie oh. with Mark Wahlberg as the dad. <laughs> yeah, that was funny. But um, no, still, It still amazes me that Mark Wahlberg is like <laughs> as a... As an actor. Yeah, like, and he does actor. like dramatic roles. I know. It just blows my mind. <laughs> Well, that is a dramatic role because the daughter gets murdered and it's told by from oh, the murdered dark. daughter's perspective of like seeing her family grieve and like her killer go free, essentially. Huh. Yeah, like that's a really, that's so, a deep one. See, and, and, and he's the dad. He's like, no, we just need to find where oh. she is. Like all you think of is like Ted or like the other yeah. guys with Will Ferrell or <laughs> right. something. But so that that's the one thing I want to touch on because you just read those top five names. This movie has no like star power. No, and it's Brendan, like, but Brendan Fraser like in well, the no, 90s, he was a guy. He was. Yeah, he was a guy. But yeah. like people would pop up and like I'd go to myself. Oh, that's the guy from like the dude with the beard. I'm like the uh-huh. dude from Mr. Deeds. Yeah, <laughs> like you, you get guys. But there's like no that. like a list star. Not at all. This. But like the movie is like an a list. Like like yeah. I said, it's a blockbuster popcorn movie. It's dude. Universal has a ride dedicated to really? it. Yeah. What's it like? Have you I been don't, there? I've never been there. My oh. husband told me all about it. He's like, you would love it. He went without you? Well, he went on a senior class trip, so we didn't know each other. So I gotcha. give him a pass on that. Gotcha. But, um, yeah, no, like, the, and I was just telling Kevin, I recently, uh, when I decided to do this movie, I was looking it up online. So, of course, you know, Creeper Facebook <laughs> pops up a bunch of shit. And it's like this meme page called Nemotep's Mummies. And, dude, the fandom is still just as alive. Like, people are celebrating because this just got added to HBO. Really? And that's the only streaming service you can stream The Mummy on. It's yeah. nowhere as, else. As me having to watch an old DVD. Yeah. <laughs> From Best Buy for fourteen ninety nine. dollars Yeah, because like, there was one part where it started <laughs> skipping. I was like, oh, dear God, no. Don't oh, go really? Up. Yeah. Oh, it didn't skip for There's me. There's two discs, right? That... Yeah, I used the first one. I used the first one. It skipped at one part. Oh, it didn't skip it's, for me it, on my laptop the part when, in 2010. The part when the brother jumps out of the sarcophagus oh. and scares her in the beginning. It was <laughs> skipping at that part, and I was like, oh, God, I'm gonna have, this movie's going to fail. This is going to be forever. Yeah. But, no, it's... Uh, we'll get into it. Yeah. But, yeah, no, there's, like, there's really no A-list star no, power not driving all. this. Yeah, and for, like, making people want to go see it, except for Brendan yeah. Fraser. Like, Rich, Richie Rich's butler is yeah. <laughs> Cadbury is in this... <laughs> You know, like, it's just funny yeah. to, to see a, a movie so successful. I think he, well, actually, he was in Titanic. Mm-hmm. And so was the old guy who drives the plane. Yeah. The guy with the mustache. Yeah, he was Yeah, he was in Titanic, too. Yeah. But, but, like, really, they're just, like, background They're, like, guys. D-list yeah. characters in Titanic, for yeah. God's sake. So, like, like, that's one thing that definitely stuck out, though, is lack mm-hmm. of star power. But they all congealed as, like, a unit. It was amazing. The sum is greater than the whole. Or, like, what is it? The, the sum is greater than the... Uh, the no, the whole is greater than the sum, sum of its of all, parts. Yeah, yeah, that's the one. Sorry, yeah. guys. We're snowed in in PA. <laughs> yeah, every recording. It's a blizzard. Um, anyway, so it was nominated for one Oscar for Best Sound. That's it? Which I thought was really random. Yeah, but it so, won, like... scarab like, noises. Yeah. But it won, like, literally every Saturn Award. Oh, really? Yeah, yeah that's like, the technical, Best Actor, right? Best... No, that's SAG. No, SAG is the Screen Actors Guild. Oh, I guess Saturn is I think Saturn is, Saturn is the technical awards, yes. But it was like so Best like editing, Actor. Mixing. No, Best Actor, oh, really? Best Actress, yeah. Oh, I don't know what the Saturn awards are. I don't know are, but... either, but it <laughs> was listed. Like, it, it won, like, every category. Oh, that's awesome. Cool. Um, and then its original budget was around $80 million. Opening weekend in the U.S. was only $43 million. But again, no star power. Yeah. 
But the entire gross of the USA is 155 million, and worldwide it was 409 million. Oh, so that was a big success. It, yeah, it was a blockbuster. Yeah. and and that's like the thing with movies like this and Jurassic Park for the most part. I will take movies like that. like if I'm going out on a Friday night, mm-hmm. and I, I'm not as much of a movie guy as I used to be, but like yeah. I would go to see a movie like this over like a Meryl Streep film. Well, yeah. Or, or, or um, who's like one of those actors? Matthew that, McConaughey. Or Daniel Day-Lewis and shit like that. Mm. Like, Matthew McConaughey. I'd see a McConaughey join. Are you kidding? <laughs> all right, all yeah. right. But like, but like I'm not, me I don't want to go see Lincoln. I don't want to yeah. go see Winter like Bones serious, or whatever. The Lovely Bones. Whatever. You don't want to see like a movie that's like depressing or like super serious sometimes. Sometimes. You want to go see an action-packed movie from literally the opening... And this opening reminded me, as I was writing it, so much of how you were discussing Jurassic Park last week, where, like, the first 20 minutes is fucking jam-packed. Yeah, you just meet boom, boom, every boom, character, boom. Yeah. you get the plot, you get the story, you know what's going down. Yeah. And, like, it, uh, this movie was one of those ones where it, it starts off and you meet them, mm-hmm. you get everything going, and then once it gets to, like, the one part when they all watch the sun come up, mm-hmm. it just goes into third gear, fourth gear, and it just takes off for the rest of the time. Yeah. There's, like, no breaths taken. Yeah, there's no downtime in yeah, this movie, it's awesome. really. I love it. I love it when I'm, it's paced that way. I'm glad that you enjoyed this movie. Oh, yeah, definitely. You're, I you, really you, am. You, put the, you picked one that I enjoyed immensely, Good. to be honest. Like I said, this is one of those movies where me and my husband, when we started dating, I was like, oh, you have The Mummy. Like, Can we watch that? He's like, you like The Mummy? <laughs> and like, it just kind of took off from there. Like, mm-hmm. We were both like, wait, you're a geek for this movie, too? Okay, <laughs> cool, because nobody else wants to watch it with me. Uh, definitely strong Indiana Jones vibes, which mm-hmm. I enjoyed. Hey, hey, it's better than Mutt, okay? Mutt? Oh, Mutt Lang? Yeah. Or what, is From this, the is that name Mutt Lang? I don't know. Mutt, Shia LaBeouf, fuck it. Fuck. <laughs> Asshole. I actually just saw a meme in it, or a uh, list, and it was like, the things that people said no to, and it was watching Shia LaBeouf try to take over the Indiana Jones franchise from Harrison well, Ford. they're coming out with a fifth no. one. No, they're not. Yeah, and he's not going to be in it. Because they realized that it was an, it's an abortion. Well, I do like Shia LaBeouf on his own. Like what? But Lawless was okay. I loved Lawless. That yeah. was one for Christmas that year. Me and my husband bought each other the Lawless DVD. We both <laughs> loved it so much. So now we have two copies of fucking Lawless. I'm waiting to see. I gave it to our brother Oz and his girlfriend. Because every movie recommendation I've given them has been a complete failure. <laughs> and I'm waiting for them to get to that Fat one. Man. Fat Man. They, they should, should watch. Fat they Man. should watch. Fat I think Man. we'll watch Fat Man. We'll get. We'll, you know, we'll see. We'll see. I'm. I'm excited for Christmas. Yeah. <laughs> so, Andy, what else you got here for this movie? Well, uh, I'm ready to just You're jump ready? right in. All right, then. let's do this then. All right, guys. So this is the Mummy from 1999. It's a Universal Pictures film. Mm. All right, guys. So we open and it is 1290 BC. We begin in ancient Egypt in Thebes, the city of the living. The home of Seti the First, mm-hmm. and we are immediately introduced to his high priest Imhotep. Uh, that's what he is. Yeah, that's his high priest. Okay, so that, like that's kind of like the Pharaoh's right hand man. That one went over my head. Okay, because I was like, who is this guy? Yeah, yeah. Um, and and I he think has these the Magi, gold like putties. Those like, are from his, Power Rangers. Yeah, those are his <laughs> priests. Like his. Like, oh, his yeah. like. So if he was a cardinal, they'd be like the. Bishops. bishops, yeah, basically, <laughs> okay, yeah, yeah, yeah. Gotcha. The, the cardinals to the pope, yeah, and they're like golden. Goblins. Yeah, they're they're <laughs> like they're literally painted gold, and then we're immediately introduced to Anux and the Moon. Like I said, this is like how you said Jurassic Park. Like you meet the characters, yeah. you get their story. Boom, 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 boom. boom. Yeah, um, and we find out that she's the Pharaoh's mistress. 
She's basically untouchable, and they also have her body painted. Yeah. So that if anybody, like, literally, she cannot be touched by anybody else but the pharaoh. Everybody back then was painted like a hardy boy. Yeah. (laughs) Just, like, body painted. God damn. Except for Emotep. He's just like, nah, fuck it. I got my robe. And he's the one who I thought was Billy Zane. (laughs) When they first showed his head, I was like, holy shit, Billy Zane's in this. (laughs) He's a fucking Egyptian. (laughs) Nope. Nope, sorry. So, basically, we find out that Imhotep and Anuxanamun are in love. They're banging it out, and he touches her. her his passion for her overcomes him, yeah. and he fucks up her paint job. That's the only way I can <laughs> yeah. say it. Um, and then the pharaoh sees that, um, basically, she's been touched by somebody else. And uh, Imhotep comes up, steals his sword, and then Anuxanamun is like, fuck you, stabs him. They kill Seti the First together. Yeah. And all the priests are like, uh, fuck. We gotta clean this up. Yeah, like, <laughs> shit. God damn. They actually killed him. So now um, the Pharaoh's security, the Magi, arrive, and Anuxanamun's like, Listen, you're the only one who can save me and bring me back from the dead. So you need to get the fuck out of here, and I'm going to take this one for the team. So the the Magi come in, and she basically says, my body is no longer his temple, and kills herself. Yeah. Yeah. And as Imhotep watches... And How he, does he have the power to bring her back? Is this just Egyptian Because magic? he's the high priest. Okay. Yeah. Yeah, it's basically Egyptians, like the death and yeah. blah, blah, blah. You know, you know the whole story. They're they're mummies so that they could live yeah. better in their next life. Yeah. So he leaves. Uh, she takes the blame for the murder, kills herself. They steal her body, him and his priest, and they take her to the city of the dead, Hamanoptera, so that he can raise her back up from the dead using the Book of the Dead. So she's back. Like, he actually does. Like, they show her soul yeah. coming from, like, this water. He's doing it. This black water. And it settles in her body. And you see her <clears throat> eyes open. But then the magi show up. Because they're like, yo, we know what you fucking did. <laughs> and I'm sorry, guys. This sounds like drunk history. But no, no, just it is on. what it is. Yeah. Um, and they stop the ritual from taking place. And her soul goes back into the underworld. Uh, so then his priest, we find out that as punishment for his role in killing Seti the First, his priests were mummified alive. Yeah, we see them, like, getting their whole... Yo, the screams of these dudes. So yeah. that means, like, their organs were removed while they were still alive. Like, the fluid was pumped into yeah, them. And, like, yeah, like, it's legit. Yeah, they were all alive during this. But then we find out that Imhotep has been sentenced to the Hamdai. Which is basically the worst punishment you can possibly think of in Egypt. It was the punishment. And it's a curse. Hook. It was the punishment and hook. Oh wait, never mind. <laughs> no, Stop. we're getting there. Okay, I think I jumped ahead. I'm sorry. So basically, we find out that he gets his tongue removed. They wrap him up in like the mummy gauze while he's still alive. He's placed into a locked sarcophagus with the scarab. Beetles. That's it. That's like a hook when they drop the scorpion, the scorpion in. Yeah. In, yeah. So, for you guys, scarabs are these little beetles fleshy. that look like something that Pumbaa would eat. Yeah, and, um, basically, yeah, they're flesh eaters. So, they drop them into these... This it's like the red ants in Indiana Jones and the Crystal Skull. Yeah. they just consume commies. Yeah. <laughs> you know? <laughs> Only commies. The only commies. Um, and so, they lock him into the sarcophagus, lock that sarcophagus and an even bigger sarcophagus... With this key. And they're like, fuck you, Imhotep. Have a good lifetime. Mm. And they basically sentenced him to be undead for all of eternity. And, like, so the Magi is is doing the overdub or the voiceover. 
And he's like, basically, if he was ever to rise, he would be a plague on the earth. Um, shit would go bad, yeah. basically. Yeah. Um, so now, fast forward to 1923. We're in Hamanoptra. Uh, we see the Magi are watching over Emotep. Uh, like because Emotep, Emotep got buried. Oh yeah, he got buried. Okay. So they also show that they bury the sarcophagi in the sand. Again, just like Indiana Jones with the guys who wear the fezes mm-hmm. and to protect the Grail. It's mm-hmm. kind of like that. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah kind of. That's what the Magi are. They protect. So you the... do know that this is a remake of a movie from like 1959. No, right? this is total shock to me. I had no idea. Really? I never heard of the Mummy. No, is that what it was called? Yeah, the Mummy was. It was like I, I think I didn't go that far in research, guys. But it is like it's it's based was off it of American, the 1959. Was it like a foreign yeah. film? Yeah. Yeah, no, no, it was a real movie. All right. I promise. No, I believe you. <laughs> <laughs> but, um, so maybe Indiana Jones... No, I don't think it was this intense no. in 1959. <laughs> but, but um, yeah, so, so who what is this battle between? Because there's a bunch of Egyptian guys and Brendan mm-hmm. Fraser, and then more Egyptian guys, yeah. and the Magi are watching. What, what so is Brendan going on? So Brendan Fraser is on the French side. Okay. Um, And so basically they're battling over Hamanacha because... The legend of Hamanoptera is that it's the city where all of the richest pharaohs hid their treasure. So everybody's trying to get up in there to get that gold. Um, So basically they're battling over it, but the Magi are just like, yo, no, we just need to make sure that the creature is not discovered. That's all we need. So then we're introduced to Brendan Fraser's character, Rick O'Connell, and we see his little buddy, Benny. The most annoying character in movie history. The worst. And like, I was just, yeah, fuck. Everything from his voice to his dumb fucking face. Uh, he looks like... That little mustache. Yeah, he looks like John Waters and Steve Zahn oh had a baby. God, like stop. That's what he looks like. He's a ridiculous human. It is true, though. So now the commander, I'm assuming, of this French army rides away on his horse because he's a little piece of shit. And Benny's like, you just got promoted... And so Brendan Fraser's like, Say. Everything he says sounds like he's crying. Yeah. <laughs> That's a really good impression. <laughs> Jesus Christ. So then he's like, I'm I'm by your side the whole way, Rick. And then Benny runs away. Yeah. Um, and so basically, let's see. The horses from the other side, the, the other Egyptians, oh, yeah. they burst through the line. Yeah. Because Brendan Fraser's side has guns. Yeah. But they don't have enough to take down all the horsemen. So they, like, hurdle the line. Yeah. And, like, it's hand-to-hand combat yeah. now. And there's, so like, Brendan five Frazier, guys. Yeah, yeah, he's, like, running. He he retreats, and everybody's like, yo, fuck this. Yeah. Ben, he gets Benny, and Benny's like, he's like, Benny, get inside, get inside. Benny fucks him over and closes the door on him. <laughs> yeah. So he's stuck. Rick is now in a shootout. And then he runs to a statue of Anubis, and he's just like... <laughs> Fuck it, guys. Like, kill me. Yeah, there's five dudes that are ready to just kill him. Yeah, he closes his eyes, and then all of a sudden, the guy's horses all, like, buck them off or, like, ride away without him, Mm. without them, and Rick's just like, huh, that's weird. All right. So then he starts hearing whispers, which say, you will die. You will die. (laughs) And then a howling, like Uh, a yeah. And then the sand starts fucking shooting up. It's like Beetlejuice. It like, <laughs> it's the sandworm in Beetlejuice. <laughs> it is. So, um, and then you see it turn into a face. Mm-hmm. And Rick is just like, yo, fuck this. And starts running away into the desert. And the Magi are like up on this like mountaintop watching over everything. 
And he, Rick sees them, but he's like, I'm not fucking with any more Egyptians. Mm-hmm. And um, he starts running away. And they're like, should we kill him? And they're like, nah, let the desert have him. If he dies, he dies. Yeah, basically. And then we fast forward three years to 1926. Oh, the- really? Yeah. I didn't realize that part. Yep. Okay. Three years later, 1926, the Cairo Museum of Antiquities, where we meet Evelyn, the librarian who promptly destroys the library. Yeah, like she slips on a banana peel the first <laughs> minute we see her. Like she just like all the fucking bookshelves go like dominoes. Yeah, they're they're in like an oval shape, and yeah. they they all just come down. So then we meet the curator, the guy who from is, Mr. Deeds. Yep, Cecil. And this is where. <laughs> This is one of my favorite lines, because when I, like, get really clumsy and I just fuck things up over and over again, my husband will say this, and he goes, compared to you, the other plagues were a joy. (laughs) (laughs) Give me frogs. Give me locusts. (laughs) So we find out that the only reason he keeps her around is because she can read and write ancient Egyptian, and she can read hieroglyphics. She's a scholar. Yes. And um, then we find out that her parents were also awesome patrons. So her parents were fucking rich as shit. Yep. So um, then he leaves her to clean up everything. But then she hears a noise in the other room. And it's this room that's filled with artifacts. It's got like fucking sarcophagus, mummies, uh, fucking... It's not Magic a bobsled. Yeah, but it's like a... a not a sled. It's not a sled. It's a... Chariot? A, yeah, that's the word. <laughs> a bobsled. It's not a sled. I meant not a sled, but it was... Next week, cool runnings. <laughs> Yeah. Feel the rhythm, feel the rhyme. <laughs> we'll have to brush up on our Jamaican accents, Kev. <laughs> oh, yeah, that won't be offensive. <laughs> <laughs> so anyway, um, she hears a noise, and she goes in, and then all of a sudden a fucking skeleton pops up, <laughs> and uh, she screams, and that's when we meet her brother, Jonathan, mm-hmm. who basically is just the drunk gambler yeah, who tries to get rich off of like Egyptian antiquities. He's the fuck up. <laughs> he is. He's yeah. just like, "Hello, sister. I'd rather like to join them." Yeah, he's got the Daphne Moon accent. He <laughs> definitely does. The Cockney. Oh, God. Manchester. Oh, so he says he found a trinket on a, di- a dig down in Thebes, and he thinks he's really got something. And um, Evie's like, oh, my God. That's her name. Yeah. Evelyn goes by Evie. Yeah. And uh, she's like, it's a puzzle box. And she opens it, and there's a fucking map in there. And they're like, oh, my God, Jonathan, I think you found something. (laughs) So they take it to the curator, and it's a map to Hamanoptra. Yes. The city of the dead. That And then they rehash, like, all the stories about it. Study the first, second pharaoh of the 19th dynasty. Yeah, the super rich pharaohs buried all their gold there, blah, 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 blah. So basically the city's made of gold is essentially what it is, and Jonathan's just trying to get richer. I would. I mean, I'm just saying. I would too. I have a lot in common with this Jonathan chap. I think that's why I liked him so much. <laughs> so then, like, the curator's like, oh, please, we've heard of Hamanoptra and all the stories. People go out there to try to find it, and they all die. And then, as they're, like, talking about, like, the adventure they're going to go on, the curator lights the map on fire. Yeah, he, like, holds it over a candle. He's like, oh, God, would you look at that? And he, like, drops on the floor. Oh, darn. <laughs> and they um, go over and they put the fire on. They're like, you've. You've burnt off an ancient part of the city. <sighs> and so now they're all upset. But Jonathan says, well, I did not get the map exactly from a dig. And then we see they arrive at the Cairo prison. Jonathan 
Again, not at a dig, but he won it from a drunk in a game of poker. Yes. Which really speaks to Jonathan's character. Mm-hmm. That he lies to his own sister. Oh. <laughs> like He's out he's out for himself. Seriously. So now, um, Let's see. Oh, and enter again, Rick O'Connell. He has long hair. He's dirty as hell. Now he is Chaz from yeah. Airheads. <laughs> Maybe he just took the wig. Yeah. He's just like, fuck it, guys. We're just going to do it. Yeah, degenerated! <laughs> anyway. Chaz. So maybe we'll have a Brendan Fraser week. I think we will. We'll watch all the Scrubs episodes with him in them. Yo, those are sad episodes, some of them, though. Well, the one where he gets the, the last one when he's a ghost and he's just like, "Hey, Perry." Well, no, he's not I'm a ghost. I'm a figment of your imagination. That's what he's a figment of the imagination. He's because not a I'm ghost. dead from leukemia <laughs> that you diagnosed. No, he what, that that there's so many ins and outs to that episode. You're just totally <laughs> shortchanging it. But anyway. anyway, so um, he basically he calls Evie abroad and he comes off know, as just awesome. like a total asshole. <laughs> and she's like, "Listen, motherfucker, we are looking for Hominoptera." <laughs> And he's like, yeah, 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 I know, because that's where I was when I found that lady. So then she leans in. She's like, can you tell me the exact location of Hamanoptra? And he, like, kisses her, and then he gets beat to shit by the guards. And he's like, I'll take you there myself. Get me out of here, lady. And then the jailer comes back over, and they're like, where are you taking him? This fucking guy. This guy (laughs) is a cross between Joe Pesci and Home Alone. (laughs) Bobcat Goldthwait, and his voice is Charlie Day. Hey! Oh my god, stop. Hey! Kittens! <laughs> did I wake up Achilles? I think you I woke did. up Achilles. It's okay. <laughs> <laughs> so basically, he's just like, oh, he is to be hanged. Apparently, he had a very good time. <laughs> and that's why he's getting hanged, because well, he had a good time in Egypt in the 1920s. Yeah, not allowed. No, definitely not. So, let's see. Oh, so... Evie is now watching his execution. Yeah, they're going to hang him. Like, trying to get him out of it. And he's, like, the guy's just like, I would pay a hundred pounds to get him, to see him hang. That's nothing. So then she keeps on upping it and upping it. And then he tries to hit on her and he, like, grabs her thigh and he's like, I am a very lonely man. And then she whacks him with her purse and (laughs) the entire jail laughs at him. And Brendan Fraser's dying. As this is all going on, he's choking. (laughs) Because he didn't break his neck when he went down. Exactly. So he's just like... (laughs) Yeah, he's just strangling to death. And she's just like, he knows where Hominoptra is. And so the jailer cuts her her down after he negotiates for a lower fee than he should have gotten. Yeah, he's getting 25%. Instead of like 35. Yeah. (laughs) Like he lowered himself down. And uh, so they cut him free. Again, this is the first 20 minutes of the movies, guys. Yeah. yeah. Like, <laughs> holy fuck. <laughs> a lot happened in the first 20, like, three minutes of this movie. It is. It's, it's definitely one where you don't sit back with your Jolly Rancher. No. Just like, you just, can't pee because yeah. guess what? You're going to miss something. Mm-hmm. So now we're boarding a boat and, like, Rick appears and he's all clean shaven and his hair's cut. And he's in, like, white linen clothes like all the other white people are. And, um... He, like, carries Evie's luggage up onto the boat. He's a gentleman. Yeah, he's a real gentleman. She's just like, well, where did that come from? I didn't know yeah. that man. was. He cleans up so- food. <laughs> and then the jailer is there, and he's like, I am protecting my investment. Yeah, so it's the four of them heading out. Mm-hmm. And they're getting on, like, this river boat, like fucking Mark Twain yeah. or something. And they're, I guess they're going down the Nile. Yeah, they're going down yeah. the Nile. They're leaving Giza, and they're going down the Nile. So now we see the Magi... Rowing canoes out onto the Nile, yeah. which 
pretty sure has crocodiles. Not, it's definitely not like the motorboats in no. Indiana Jones. No, definitely no. not. But uh, we see one of the Magi adjusting the hook on his hand oh, yeah. as they're getting ready to attack this boat. Mm-hmm. And then we find out that there are also Americans on board that are also going to find Hamenoptera. And don't they have like the three most generic names? It's like Mr. Burns. Mr. Smith and Mr. Jo- what, uh, Jones, I, Mr. I Wesson. think. I yeah, think. It's, it's Burns, I think Smith and something else. Like they're very... Smithers, sorry. <laughs> but they're just like three generic white American guys. And they're all from like... Like the Midwest South, like the mid, I, Southwest. I guess they're like cowboys, like frontier yeah. guys. Yeah, they're like, hey y'all, I wonder who's gonna get to Hamanapture first. <laughs> I like they have the I love how you say that's a Midwestern accent. <laughs> like everybody off the East Coast is just a fucking hick. <laughs> hey y'all, we got straw in our teeth. They said that <laughs> I, I know. So you're like. I bet we can beat you to Hominatra. And that's exactly how the dude said it, too. And so, of course, Rick is like, well, how do you know we're going to Hominatra? And they're like, he said it. And, of course, it's Jonathan yeah. opening up his fat fucking mouth. <laughs> so, um, basically, Rick is just like, Jonathan, don't say anything else, you dumbass. But they're like, oh, we have a guy who's been to Hominatra before, and he's going to guide us there. So, Rick, you can already see the fucking wheels turning. He's trying to think who would do this. Yeah. So, now we see Rick and Evelyn flirting over his weaponry. As he's cleaning his guns. Yeah, over his weaponry. Yeah. And That's he's exactly sh- what I put down, weaponry. <laughs> he's Monks cleaning weaponry. off his arsenal. And uh, he warns her that there's something evil out there in the sand. It, it might be treasure, but there's something evil there. Mm-hmm. And so, basically, Evie's like, yeah, but I want to find the book of Amun-Ra. It's the book of the living. And... Apparently, it's made out of pure gold, which is why Rick knows all about it. Mm -hmm. But so then, um, like, she's just like, all right, Mr. O'Connell, I'm going to bed. And she, like, walks away. And then we just hear, like, 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 cartoon noises. He literally is, like, shaggy. (laughs) Zoink, Scoob! And we find out that Benny is on the boat, and he's the one leading the Americans to Hamanoptra. I would have shot this guy immediately. Right? <laughs> like, oh my god. Well, and the Rick is like, oh, what, are you going to leave them in the middle of the desert? And he's like, no, they're smart. Like, he's done this before. Yeah. He's like, no, they'll only give me half now and half when I return them back. <clears throat> and uh, he's asking Rick why he's going, because he never believed in the gold theory or whatever. Yeah. And he's just like, that girl saved my life, so I'm taking her. And she's, like, petting a fucking camel. Like, nonchalantly petting a camel. And just like, yeah. I don't remember And then she, like, looks back at them, and she, like, scurries off to her bedroom. That's something I would remember, and I don't remember that. (laughs) It's so random. I know, but she did. So now, um, basically, he's just like, oh, well, you know... Bye, Benny. And he knocks him off the fucking boat. Oh, he throws, throws him, him overboard. overboard. Yeah. He throws him overboard. But then he notices that there's wet footprints on the boat. Yeah. Like, immediately following. And he goes over and he checks, like, okay, Benny's still in the water. <laughs> hmm. So now Evie is being attacked by this by the Magi with the fucking hook yeah. for her hand. And he's like, where's the map? And she's like, map? What map? <laughs> and she's also, like, she's... Now, before he gets attacked... She's walking around the room, like, dropping her clothes and like, oh, it wasn't that good of a kiss. Oh, Evie. yeah, because he kissed her. Yeah, but when he yeah. kissed her in the jail, yeah. she's like, it's, it wasn't that good of a kiss. You can tell she's smitten. Oh, yeah. Yeah. Well, I mean, the only other male interaction she has is with the curator or her brother, so <laughs> I could understand that. Yeah. But um, 
So now he's like freak, like she's freaked out. Rick busts in. This guy is like, "Where's the key?" Mm. It, it sounds like a pirate. He really yeah. did. And so Rick like busts in, and then a guy flips open a window, and Rick shoots him. Evie grabs a fucking candle and shoves it in this dude's eye <laughs> yeah. to get out. As Rick is shooting, he shoots because it's 1926. Shoots the candle. <laughs> And it lights the fucking couch well, on it was, fire. Well, it wasn't a candle. It was uh, an a oil lantern. lamp. Oil lamp. Like, yeah. Like Grandma has in her basement. Yeah, she does. <laughs> With whale it's blubber. a fire hazard. Yeah, they're delightful. <laughs> but everything starts going up in flames. Because everything is made of oily rags on this <laughs> ship, apparently. Because it just goes up immediately. Right? It, it really did. So now... The fire starts. Jonathan runs into the room trying to find Evie because he sees everything's going up in flames. He knocks the guy with the hook because the guy with the hook like can see out of one eye and he's like, the key! And it's on the floor. Jonathan basically like humps him. He falls into the flaming couch. Jonathan grabs the key. This guy comes out like fucking on fire waving his <laughs> arm. human torch. Like... It's ridiculous, but it's, like, action-packed. Yeah, it is. So then we go out onto, like, the deck of the ship, and there's fucking gunfire everywhere. The cowboys are shooting at the the magi. Dude, it's a fucking shit show. Yeah, it's a scene. So now Rick throws Evelyn into the water. He's fighting this guy. The Americans are having fun because they're typical Americans, just (laughs) like, we're going to shoot people we don't know. (laughs) You live forever, man. (laughs) And then... Everybody then jumps in, and they swim to shore. So everybody in Evie's group, so Evie, the jailer, Rick, and Jonathan, are all on one side, and every single other person from the ship is on the other side. they're dragging camels out of the water and horses and shit. And you just see the burning boat in the background. (laughs) Just floating down the Nile. (laughs) That's hilarious. Um, And then Benny, of course, being a little dickwad, is like, Hey, O'Connell, looks like I've got all the horses. And Rick yells back, Hey, Benny, looks to me like you're on the wrong side of the river. <laughs> Which is also one of those. It's one of the lines that the fucking fandom loves, man. <laughs> really? Yeah. Like when shit went on HBO, somebody pretended they were like Netflix and Hulu. We have all the streaming, blah, blah, blah. And it's like HBO. Looks like you're on the wrong side of the fandom. <laughs> people will literally buy HBO to watch The Mummy. Really? Yes. I just did not know this movie had that following. Yes. I had no clue. It's fucking nuts, dude. Yeah. So now we see they're in this village. And the village women dress Evie because all of her clothes are on the burning boat. <laughs> yeah. And uh, O'Connell's obviously turned on because she's, like, got the little mask on her the face. The veil, yeah. Yeah, like in Aladdin when all the prostitutes have the veils on their <laughs> face. Um, so, anyway, a few they start making their way. Yeah, they They're buy on camels, camels and horses and gear yeah. and they head out across the desert. Yeah, And it's a few days go by, a little montage. The Magi are slowly following yeah. and watching them the entire Lurking. way. Um, O'Connell does notice them. And then, just before dawn... They meet up with Benny, who was on the wrong side of the river, but still got there at the same time. Um, but anyway, and the Americans are there as well. And again, they're like, just remember our bet. If we beat you there first, 500 bucks. So now they all start going. As the sun rises, the city like appears. Well, I think it's because... Uh, it, because the sun of, like, hits the horizon? It the, well, yeah, the sun hits it and the light like triggers a... Like something metallic, yeah. So they can see it off in the distance. But yeah. that, like, that was fucking wild to me, the way that it like it, structures were shown, like statues were. Oh, shown. I didn't see that. I, 
I saw the sun come up and I saw a little glitter. Yeah, a little glitter, but oh. then all of a sudden, like, those tall statues and shit were, like, suddenly visible. I didn't see that. Oh, wow. I'm going to have to rewatch wow. that because I just saw the glitter and I was like, oh, they're going for the, the gleam. No, like, there's structures that were visible after. No idea. So, anyway, um, yes, a rewatch will be required. <laughs> So now um, Benny and O'Connell are racing to get there first. Camels run fast. Yo, so fast. <laughs> Those camels are hauling ass. Seriously. <laughs> and Benny, of course, tries to cheat, and he's, like, beating Rick with his fucking stick. Yeah. And uh, So, of course, Rick then throws him off of his camel. And then Evie, being the strong, independent woman she is, she knows how to make the camels run. She's not beating it. She's just like, tee, 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 tee. Like making these fucking noises, <laughs> yeah. and of course Rick is impressed by this because Ooh. she then wins. Yeah, look at that. Yeah. yeah, she knows how to handle a camel. I love a woman who knows how to handle two humps. <laughs> <laughs> like what the fuck? So now they all uh, set up their camps and they're attempting to find places to dig. And then Rick, very in the most awkward way for this very smooth talking gentleman, um, gives her a, t- a dig tool set. He's like, hey, um, uh, I found this. I borrowed it off of our American friends, and uh, I thought you might like it, need it. Like, you know. Bumbling. Like, I feel like I was watching a middle school yeah. Hoko Pro. This means I like you. You're right. <laughs> but, uh, and, like, she's even playing with, like, this ancient mirror type thing that mm-hmm. catches the sun. And she's like, you'll find out why. And he's like, oh, that's really cool. That's a really cool trick. Like. What, what does it do? Like, he look, he sounds like a middle school boy yeah. with a fucking crush. And not a guy like who at, just kissed somebody because he was about to die. He sounds like me at 1.55 a.m. on a Friday. <laughs> <laughs> That's what he sounds like. Oh, well, you know, you look really nice. No? Oh, my God. Would you like a line of kugels? <laughs> <laughs> it's less cool. <laughs> Pure goggles are rocking. So, anyway, um, they're now underground and they're, she's like, uh, oh, this is how the ancient mirrors work. And it lights up the entire room. And she, I don't know what the real term is, guys. But it's the mummy-making room is what John calls it. Mummification? Chamber or Yeah, mummification shit. chamber or something. But it's the mummy-making room, my son, where they made mummies. And this is also where e- Emotep's high, or priests were fucking mummified alive. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. It's terrible. And then they hear like a skittering, like... Skittering all around them, and like, and the jailer's like, "I hate bugs." Like, no, I hate bugs. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> Thank you. I'll leave those lines to you. Getting written. <laughs> Rocks like an eagle. Damn man. God, I can't watch this movie without thinking that now. <laughs> so anyway, uh, they're going through all of these tunnels, and like the tension and the suspense is building, and then they find the legs of Anubis. And, yeah, I know. No, the only time I've, I swear to God, the only time I've heard the term Anubis in a movie is <laughs> Drive Angry. Because Nick Cage is talking about people in the underworld. He's like, who do you think you are, Anubis? Oh, my God. He's talking about Satan and shit. Oh, Jesus Christ. Anyway, I'm sorry. Hey, you, fat fuck. Oh, we're getting there. Sorry. We're getting there soon. <laughs> so, anyway, um, they're like, oh, this is where this should be, and this book should be buried here, according to the legend, blah, blah, blah. And then they hear something, and again, the tension rises. You don't know what's going on because you know that the creature is buried there. And then they turn around, and all of the Americans are there pointing guns. And now Rick and Jonathan are pointing guns at them. And they're like, this is where we're digging, (laughs) y'all. 
I mean, that's how you it happened. So, it's just like they're in the SEC. But like, that's what it sounded like. Roll damn time. Like, <laughs> that's what you make them oh sound God. like. Roll time. <laughs> oh, my God. Okay, little tangent, guys. When Go I used to it. work at a hotel, um, oh, one the of day. the girls that used to work for the oil company that was based up here, her, um, her, she went to Alabama. And she had a very thick Alabama accent, and she would buy houndstooth clothing because she would need to wear houndstooth to match the coach of Alabama. Roll Tide! She would wear houndstooth Yo. just be like Bear Bryant? Yes. That's fucking insane. Yes. I love They something. are insane. I love SEC football fans <laughs> so much. They are ride or die. One of my friends is an Auburn grad. And just talking to them about it. Dude, we, and we're Penn State grads. I know. Like, we take we it, are, I, well, I take it serious. You're no, just like, I James Franklin's fucking idiot. <laughs> he is. No, I, no. I'll, I'll I stand mean, by that. I was yeah. going to say, I'm like, and where is the incorrect information in that How statement? you continually get, like, you're, oh, best recruiter in college football. <laughs> this guy's so great. Look at what he's done to Penn State. He built them back up. How do you not recruit a fucking quarterback? We have two quarterbacks on the roster who can't throw a forward pass. Yeah. Anyway, I'm sorry. Anyway. College football corner over. <laughs> anyway, back to the movie. So basically they're like, this is our dig side lady. And Evie is in the background as they're all pointing fucking guns at each other. Yeah. And she notices like sand and rocks falling. So she's like, oh, there's another place underneath this. So she's like, boys, let's play well. And, you know. There are other places to dig, O'Connell. Wink, wink. Right? Like, <laughs> the most heavily suggested, like, let's leave because there's somewhere better. It's like the least sexually suggestive <laughs> thing in this movie. <laughs> so now uh, we see the jailer, or the warden, I guess. The jailer is rolling around. I have around. him as interchangeably as warden, jailer, and Charlie Day in my notes. So. <laughs> so now he's just, like, kind of roaming around on his own, doing his own thing. And he finds these blue gold scarabs. Like jewels. Yeah, like it's like, and they're like embedded in the wall. So he goes and he like pops them off because he's like, oh, blue gold, these will fetch a pretty penny. Like, I'm going to cash these in. And he puts them into his bag. And while he's doing this, the American workers are opening up a compartment. And the Egyptologist with them in the fez... um, and who is that, Kevin? Cadbury from Richie Rich. Yes. <laughs> he also protects the Americans here as well and says, why don't we let the workers open it up? Seti the First was no fool. Yeah. So we see the workers are all like, fuck. Using crowbars like Marvin Harry. <laughs> you know? Dude, the wet bandits are ridiculous right now. So now um, they pop open this thing, and it's a fucking ancient booby trap. Yeah, so it's like And they're all getting melted. It's like Dilophosaur yeah. venom comes out. <laughs> but it's like they're all, they got shot with acid. Mm-hmm. They're like blinded. Their skin is literally melting. They're yeah. screaming. It's fucked up. Yes. So now, right after this, Evie is downstairs in the other room with Rick and Jonathan, and she's explaining the process of mummification to Rick like she's the science nerd explaining something to the high school jock. Yeah. And he's just like, oh, they do what? Don't put me down for mummification if we die. <laughs> as they're discussing this. Dude's an operator. Right? <laughs> <laughs> so as they're doing this, a uh, fucking sarcophagus, like a, a thing falls. just fucking falls. Yeah. And, of course, Jonathan was like hitting rocks against the wall at this time. And he's like... What did I fuck up now? (laughs) 
So now, um, it's and she said, she's like, oh, he was buried at the base of Anubis' statue. He was either someone very important or very naughty. Mm-hmm. Which, again, why using that term? Interplay- is that like a British term? Well, I mean, I'm sure it is, but it's also... Once again, there's cleavage shown. Yeah. Brendan Fraser's gobbling his words. <laughs> it's very suggestive. <laughs> so now the, we go back to the jailer, and he drops one of these blue gold scarabs onto the ground. And, <clears throat> dude, dude, yeah. this scene freaks me the fuck out it's every gross. time. It's gross. So basically, it's like the alien in Spaceballs. Yeah. <laughs> so, like, a real scarab pops out of this jewel, and it skitters over to him. Crawls into his shoe, crawls into his skin. He bursts open his his shirt, which is disgusting in of itself. Yeah. And you see under his skin this lump crawling up through his chest, and he's like trying to hit it. Yeah. And then you see it go into his cheek, and then go into his brain, and he's just screaming. Yeah. And he starts running. And then they cut from that. Yeah. And it's like what? <laughs> they just leave you hanging. So now back at the sarcophagus, the. Name on it says, he who shall not be named. Okay, Voldemort. Yeah, Chris Benoit. Right. Oh, my God. <laughs> Dark side of the ring. Um, so she puts, she's like, oh, it looks like you need a key to unlock it. And then she says, like, oh, all of the ancient spells have been, like, scribbled off. She's like, dude, this guy was fucked. Yeah. Like, this is not good. He was sentenced in the afterlife, too. Mm-hmm. So they put the key in, and that's when they hear the jailer starting to scream. Like, yeah. <laughs> Charlie Day comes running in. Yeah. And they run out because they're like, dude, what is going on? Like, what is he screaming for? He runs into a wall head first and dies. Yeah. It, it was very jarring to just see him run into right? a wall. Because, like, you thought something bad, like the scare was going to pop out of his face. Or yeah. Something. He just runs into no, a wall. No, he runs wall. into a wall head first and dies like the juggernaut. Like, like Porky Pig or something. My God. <laughs> And so now they're all out at the fire, and they're just like, oh, my God, we don't know what happened. He's just, he's dead. Yeah. It just, it, it, what the fuck? So now they find whiskey. Glenn Livet, is yeah. that whiskey or is that scotch? Uh, I believe that's scotch. Whatever. They find alcohol, a Glenn Livet, 12 years age, yeah. with a broken top in his bag. But they have, it's suspenseful because you knew that he was putting the jewels in his bag, and Jonathan reaches in, and he's like, ah! <laughs> and he just hit his finger on the fucking broken bottle. He was not getting eaten by a scarab. But again, one of those moments yeah. in this movie. You expect one thing. Exactly. So um, then the Magi arrive, and they all start shooting. Like, yeah, it just a, becomes a, a western. Like, yeah. Cowboys running in. They're, start, they're starting fires in their tents. Yeah, like, people are getting shit on shot fire. and hit with. There was a man with a trident on a horse. <laughs> like it's just That mad. escalated very quickly. <laughs> it's just madness. It is. So now, um, basically, O'Connell is shooting people. Like, he's got the high ground, yeah. like Obi-Wan. Yeah. Um, and then, like, it's well, him just and fucking the main... mayhem. Him and the main Magi yeah. eventually start fighting. And then O'Connell, just being a motherfucker, lights a stick of dynamite on fire. Yeah, like, he's just like, well, t- we're all going to die. Yeah, man. we're all going up <laughs> then, flames then, dude. So the Magi's like, enough. All right. You have one day to leave. Get the fuck out of here. Or there will be blood. Yeah. Leave or die is essentially what they say. Yeah. So then Rick finds Evie, who's literally laying on her back with her feet still in the air like she's frozen, holding oh, on to a rifle. Oh, because she shot a gun and went back. Yeah. God, what? That's from another movie, too. Somebody shoots the gun and they fly back. Yeah, is it like a kid it or something? Yeah, it is. Yeah. I forget what movie it's from, though, yeah. but I know what you're talking about. 
And um, so now they're back around the fire. They're flirting more. They're like drunk. he's trying to teach her how to throw a right hook. Yeah. The, oh yeah. She's, she's definitely plastic. drunk. Yeah. And um, she talks about her parents and how they were explorers. Her mom was an Egyptian, and her dad loved Egypt so much he married an Egyptian. <laughs> he didn't love her mother. He just loved Egypt that much. Mary he loved to... the Philippines. Yeah. So. <laughs> my God. I love the Philippines, so I found myself a Filipino. Like, Jesus Christ. But then she's, like, drunk, and she's like, I might not be an explorer, but it's too I am proud of what I am. It's a little much. <laughs> A little too cockney. <laughs> well, she was drunk, so yeah, she was, that's true. She was slurring you know, a bit. And um, what does she's she say like, to him? But she's like, and he goes, and what exactly is that? She's like, I am a librarian. Yeah, and she like flips the hair back. Yeah. She's all sassy. She's proud as fuck. Yeah. And then she's like, I'm gonna kiss you, Mister O'Connell. And then she passes out on his chest before he has a chance to kiss her, and he's just really let down. He's blue balled. Yeah, yeah. Oh yeah. Hard. So now the Americans. Uh, we're like this is like next day they're yeah. digging. They find a box, and it's cursed. And this is what the Egyptologist he's literally reading the hieroglyphics, saying death will come on swift wings to those who open this chest. And it talks about the story of the creature, how he will be a plague upon this earth, that he will bring the fucking ten plagues with him. That th- those who open the chest, he will be the one to come. He will. Take their fluids and organs to regenerate. Hot. Like, and guess what? Benny fucking gets the fuck out of there. And the <laughs> Americans runs. are like, let's open the box. Sorry, that was the wrong accent. <laughs> yeah, the was, hey, y'all, let's open the box. Right? Hey, y'all, let's open this box. Let's get up in there. <laughs> so they open the box. Um, and then we cut to E.B. 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 Opening the sarcophagus and a fucking juicy body yeah, still flies juicy. out and they, they find like scratch marks on the inside of the sarcophagus and they're like, yo, what the fuck? Mm-hmm. And they find uh, an inscription also inside and says, death is only the beginning. <clears throat> so now the Americans, we go back to them opening the box. They find the book of the dead. And a bunch of canopic jars, which, you know canopic jars. They keep the vital organs, mm-hmm. right? Yeah. When they're mummified, they stick your organs into these jars. But they're like golden, so the guys, the Americans are just like, hey, y'all, we got a yeah. treasure, you know? They're gold, and they have, like, the heads of gods, so, yeah. like, Anubis and Horus. Yeah. So, um, now, Evie is walking through the camps, and she sees the Egyptologist with the book. And he's trying to open, like, pry it open. She's like, I think you need a key for that. Like, motherfucker, I have the key for that. I'm not going to give it to you, though. So now Evie comes up to the fire, and she tells um, O'Connell and the Americans and all of them and Jonathan that she found scarab skeletons in their sarcophagus. Now, meanwhile, the Americans are talking shit on they're fine because they're like oh look at our jars what do you think we're gonna get for this back in america <laughs> and then they're he's like i heard you found a juicy mummy bet you could dry them out and use them for firewood <laughs> that's a good trash talk <laughs> <laughs> yeah. oh, my god so now um she's like oh well this was in the sarcophagus with him he suffered the, the hom die. She gives a lesson on the scarabs saying like they slowly ate him to death pretty much um and then 
Again, with the ten plagues of Egypt, if the creature was ever to rise. And then it's a little bit later, and the Egyptologist is sleeping, and Evie goes and takes the fucking book. So she starts reading from this book, because she opens it with her fucking key, Mm -hmm. and O'Connell is standing there with her, because he's pretending to be asleep, and he's like, some people would call that stealing. (laughs) So she wakes up the fucking mummy. The dude wakes up. Yeah, she uses the key to open it and starts reading the inscription. Yeah, doesn't know what she's fucking reading, but she does it. So the mummy is now awake. And he, like, starts screaming in the tomb by himself. (laughs) Yeah. And then the Egyptologist wakes up, and he just starts screaming, Don't read from the book! He knows better than she does. Well, he read the curse Mm -hmm. on the box, so he's like, fuck. Mm -hmm. So now they done fucked up. Yeah. They all are screwed. Then the first plague immediately (laughs) arrives, locust. So now they run inside... Um, of, like, the building that they were all in earlier. And the American, Mr. Burns, the one with the glasses, falls. And, of course, Benny, being the asshole he is, steps on the glasses and breaks them. Yeah. So he's basically blind now. And he's just, like, feeling the wall, trying to walk. And he runs into the creature. Yeah. And um, that's all we see is he runs into the creatures. Now, O'Connell and team are going through this other corridor, and a fucking mound of scarabs come out of the sand. Mound is a good word, yeah. Right? And, like, literally, they it looks like an anthill just, like, erupted from the ground, (laughs) but they're scarabs. So now they all start running, um, and then they go to go up this, like, ramp, and they all jump to... The sides. Sides, but it's like the scarabs can't get to where they are. Yeah. And Evie, as the scarabs are passing, falls into a hidden room, of course... What do you mean, of course? What's that mean? It's just, of course she did. It's convenient. Yeah, she's yeah. very clumsy. <laughs> and she's just like, oh no, I'm falling into another room. <laughs> and so um, she finds the American, Mr. Burns, and he's just kind of standing there. And then she's like, oh, Mr. Burns, thank goodness I found you. And he turns around. Dude has no fucking eyes yeah. and no tongue. No, no, no. He's like, you go my home, you go my home. <laughs> then we find the creature, and he walks up, and he corners fucking Evie against the wall. And at this point, he's literally like the decomposed mummy. Yeah. But with eyes and a tongue. Yeah. He, that's it. That's yeah. all he's got. And he finally can speak, though, because he, if you recall, Emotep had his tongue cut out. Yep. So now he has his tongue back, and he goes. He calls Evie a nux and a moon, which I love that name. But anyway, <laughs> you're gonna use that. Yeah, one? I'm gonna name my daughter a nux and a moon. <laughs> Can't wait for the first preschool teacher. Oh, that's gonna be great. Teachers, and they have to write the name on the button. And like, shit. yo, fuck you. <laughs> you're a nook. Hey, moon. <laughs> yeah. So now, uh, Rick. Finds Evie, and he shoots the mummy, and then they run. Yeah. So now the Magi are outside. Yo, they're pissed. Yeah. Because they're like, we literally told you, leave or die. <laughs> like, we gave you clear instructions. Yeah. You chose to stay, and now we're on the hunt. Yeah. So you assholes just need to go. They tell them to leave. And Frazier is just like, no, I took care of it. I shot him with the shotgun. He's yeah, done. He's, he's like, no mortal weapon can kill the creature. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> it does very quick. I very, love this guy uh, so much. So now... Benny is still, like, haunted through the halls here, and he runs into the, the creature, and he literally takes out a gaggle of gold chains with every single religious 
artifact, like, yeah, icon on it. He starts talking, he's, I think he says, like, the Our Father, he does something with the Buddhism, Mm -hmm. he does something with, um... Is it Islam? Yeah, the Star of David. Well, that's the last one, Oh yeah, Yeah, the Islam, and then he does the Star of David, which the creature recognizes as, and I quote, the language of the slaves. (laughs) Yeah, yeah. Wow. Well, well I mean, it's historically yeah. accurate, right? <laughs> yeah, Moses supposes. Um, so anyway, he's going to help the creature to save his own skin. Yeah. So now we're back in Cairo, and O'Connell is trying to pack Evie up, and she's unpacking as he's doing it, saying, like, no, it's our fault that he's awake. We have to stop him. And he's like, I don't know who the fuck you think we is, but I took you there and I brought you back. I'm done. Now he's turned into Han yeah, Solo. Like, like, <laughs> This is not worth it. You're yeah. not worth it, okay? I'm getting the fuck out of here. So then she's just like, no, we all know. We are going to have blah, 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 blah. <laughs> he goes down to the bar, and he runs into his old pal Winston, who is a British airman, who is the only British airman left in Egypt. <laughs> just this puffy, if like a rough grouse was a person. <laughs> it's this guy with this big pillow top oh face. Oh my god. His Mark Twain mustache. He's walking like, around with an Egyptian prostitute. Yeah. Like walking through water fountains. He is living the dream. He really that. is. Yeah. He's just like I'm the last of his his royal highness's air na- like air whatever. Air Airmen. And um, so then we see him like take a shot. He walks away. Um, after talking about like, oh, all of my other men died in the sand and, you know, brave deaths. I wish I could have joined them. Yeah. Basically saying like, why am I still here? It's like Lieutenant Dan. I should die on the battlefield. Yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So now the Americans come up and they're like, the boat's ready. Burns is fucked, but (laughs) we can't leave until the morning. And he's like, he has no tongue or eyes. How do you think he's doing? Yeah. So now we see Mr. Burns in his pajamas and robe. <laughs> it's like Hugh okay. Hefner robe. I was just okay. So I can imagine our our one uncle being dressed like this, welcoming yeah. somebody for fucking tea. Yeah, definitely. You like, know which one I'm talking about too. Tea yeah, exactly. Yeah. <laughs> but um, so he's meeting with Prince Emotep and doesn't recognize Benny's fucking voice. <laughs> um, but anyway. So it's basically the mummy, and he's there to take the rest of his juices. <laughs> the mummy is like wearing this mask, <laughs> like it's almost comical the way they, they dressed him up in like a dress with a they mask. Did. <laughs> like he's almost like a kabuki actor or something. Oh, no. <laughs> like it's hilarious. <laughs> so basically, he goes and he take he takes the rest of his juices. Yeah, essentially, he mummifies him. Yeah, and as this is happening. Um, the next plague comes because all the guys are down the bar taking shots and then all of a sudden you see every single person in the bar spit their drink out and there's a water fountain that Winston walked through, yeah. which is now just red. Yeah. And so, of course, Jonathan is scholarly all of a sudden. He's like, and so he said it and the re- the rivers and the yeah. waters of the Nile ran red as blood. He picked that up from his family. Yeah, I guess. Mom and dad. Yeah, <laughs> drilled that in. Something. Like the ten plagues of Egypt. It's really important <laughs> that you take this in. It's like our dad with certain things. Yeah. <laughs> yep. The Constitution. Oh, God. What's an amendment, Mary? <laughs> I don't know, Dad. We're going to Gettysburg again. <laughs> so the water turns to blood and... Rick goes to find Evie, who's running down the stairs towards him. Then the fucking fireballs start. Yeah. Okay. What is it? These comets or something? I don't. I don't know. Fire falls from the sky. Yeah. Uh, it's. I wasn't aware. I thought there was only four plagues. Maybe that's just the Catholic version. <laughs> I don't um, know. I have no but idea. But apparently there's ten. So that's. 
I, I guess the last thing the dinosaur saw is one of them. <laughs> oh, so, God. so um, then we see that the mummy or the creature has regenerated a little bit more, and he absolutely destroys O'Connell. Yeah, yeah. He's like, like they get to a fist across fight. the room. Yeah, yeah. And um, he like tries to kiss Evie, and again, like he's like, "Come with me, my princess, and knocks in the yeah. moon." And um, he then a cat walks across a piano. And he like screams he and he freaks out. Turns into a sand tornado. <laughs> yeah, just and he leaves. Dissipates out the window. <laughs> right? It's good magic. It is. So now we're in the Museum of Antiquities again, and the Magi leader is with the curator. And they basically he explains the Magi's purpose. They were they're descendants of the Pharaoh's security guards, and it's their job to make sure that the creature never gets He's awoken. A That's yeah. why he burned the map. Yeah. Yeah. Oh yeah, from Oh, would you look at that? Yeah, yeah. He was trying to stop them from going there yeah so now evie brings up um being called a nox in the moon that he tried to kiss her and he's like oh my god after all these years he's still in love with her he's gonna try to raise her from the dead and that's her his human sacrifice yeah she's the where same. everybody's like <gasps> and she's just like what <laughs> so now the next plague comes as they're all standing in here listening <clears throat> to the story americans and our group the next plague a solar eclipse and again, Jonathan coming out with the fucking biblical, like, <laughs> yeah. and so he stretched his hand towards the sky, and Egypt was dark as night, like, whatever. He should, like, narrate those nature <laughs> documentaries with, like, frogs jumping on lily pads in slow motion, you know? <laughs> so now, uh, there's a solar eclipse, so it's now dark over the land of Egypt. So now the Americans and Evie's group are trying to come up with a plan. Evie wants to go with Rick to go find the Egyptologist. Um, with the book so that they can bring him back and keep him safe. Yep. But Rick won't let her and instead locks her in her room and has the Americans watch over her and he takes Jonathan. Now, for the time, okay. I guess I can accept this. Like, he literally throws her over his shoulder like a caveman yeah. and does not give her an option. It's just like, locks her in the room and he's like, she doesn't come out, nobody goes in, deal with it. And she's like... What are you doing? Let me out. Motherfucker, stop well, I, being abusive and I, shit. I get why she oh, I would want to. But, yeah. like, it, the mummy also only wants one thing, and it's her. Mm-hmm. So if you guard her, like, exactly. keep her in one place and guard her, like, he makes you sense. You know where she yeah. is. She's, like, you know, wants to, she's got the adrenaline. She's headstrong. Yeah. yeah. She's like, I'm going to go on an adventure. <laughs> yeah, yeah. She's a library. Yeah. <laughs> So now we see the Egyptologist, like, basically being stalked by the creature through, yeah. like, back alleyways. Again, reminding me <laughs> very much of Aladdin. He's just running around with this giant dopey book, you know? <laughs> Seriously, it's like the size of his torso. Yeah. It's got to weigh, like, 50 fucking pounds. <laughs> and um, then we see Benny raiding the Egyptologist's office. And that's when Rick and Jonathan arrive. And Benny admits um, that... Yeah, Basically, they, after a beating, that he's helping the creature to get the book to bring back his girlfriend and Nux in the moon. And then we hear the most womanly, blood-curdling scream. <laughs> and it's the Egyptologist. They run over. Benny runs out of a window, yeah. number one. And then Jonathan and Rick go over to the window, only to find the Egyptologist's body sucked dry. Yeah. There's a huge crowd. And then we see Prince Emotep dressed in his fucking robes. <laughs> And he's regenerated even more he's now. He's almost human. He's almost back. And then he looks at Rick and, and Jonathan. He's just like, fuck you. Opens his <laughs> mouth and releases flies. Yeah. Which are another 
plague, I guess. And gnats or something. Yeah, yeah. Something. Pestilence. But they were gross, dude. Like, I would... Listen, I, I had a You're plant a given... Person, no, huh? I had a plant given to me that was infested with gnats. <sighs> oh. And, it, well, they, the person didn't know it no, had gnats no, 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 in no. it. But um, I brought it into the house, and after, like, a week of constantly killing gnats and trying every possible natural remedy... I put it out in the cold into like ten degree weather to kill it. What is a natural remedy for gnats? Uh, neem oil. What's that? It's some oil that they just fucking hate. But the problem <laughs> oh, yeah. is that gnats can lay up to like two hundred eggs a day. Oh god, fuck that noise. Yeah, and like so, I tried the neem oil. I tried apple cider vinegar with dish soap in it that attracts the gnats, and then they drown. Yeah, I just ended up putting the plant outside and saying, "Fuck it, it's not worth it." Every time I think of gnats, I think of the. Uh... Playoffs. I think it was 2008, 2009. The Yankees were in Cleveland, oh. and there was a uh, they, they have a name for the MIGs or something like oh. that. I think I don't know, but I remember. But there I, was a gnat infestation. It was all over Jabba Chamberlain's fat neck, oh. and like he couldn't. Pay, and it was just like everybody was covered in bugs. It was the most disgusting oh. thing I ever saw. It's making my skin crawl because I think I've seen video footage of that game. Yeah, and it's, it's like. It's <laughs> yeah. Jabba Chamberlain was like a fat, grotesque human was? being. Anyway, well, he still is. He's the only <laughs> baseball player I know who ever pulled the Ron Burgundy. He got pulled over by a cop. He's like, you know who I am? I'm Jabba Chamberlain. Oh my god. I'm like Jabba the Hutt. You fat fuck. Oh my god. Sorry. All right. So anyway, um, the American one, American one. Yeah. I don't know if he's Jones or Smith. No. Nah. He leaves for a drink, and the other one is like obviously freaked out, and he's like playing with his little canopic jar. And then he hears something, and he goes over to the window, and there's nothing there. And then all of a sudden, like, sand tornado yep. blasts through the window. And all you see is a shadow on the wall of this guy's body being picked up, spun around, and then it's just a skeleton. Like, yeah. it's a dried-out skeleton. So you know, Imatep is there sucking some more blood. <laughs> he's, he's regenerating like a mofo. And then he walks over, becomes sand again, and goes into Evie's room. And then he kisses a sleeping Evie. Now, his face is almost fully regenerated yeah, at this he, point because he bites out a fucking scarab or she, something. She was, like, kissing Harvey Dent after yeah. that thing. You know, like, it, yeah, very toothless. Harvey! <laughs> oh, t- Sorry, I hate that girl's Glad voice. Glad she died. <laughs> Glad she died. <laughs> Katie Holmes would have been so much better than she Maggie Gyllenhaal. I know I've said a lot of horrible things about Maggie Gyllenhaal. It's okay, Harvey. He's coming. He's not going to come for me, Harvey. It's okay. Bruce, don't make me your last chance for a normal life. Fuck you. God, why did why did you have to ruin this 10-star movie by being a piece of shit, Maggie Gyllenhaal? Well, I know one movie we're not going to be reviewing. No, because here. of her. And that's the weird thing. Is there's so many great parts in The Dark Knight. And then mm-hmm. you got Maggie Gyllenhaal's dumbass butterface showing oh, up. Oh, wow. I'm sorry. All right. I mean, we <laughs> were going really after her acting. <laughs> and you went after her, fe- only her there. physical features. Only there. Too. But, like. Her acting is atrocious. <laughs> like, anyway, really so let's go back to the mummy. Um, so he's not st- he's not fully regenerated, and so like as he's kissing her, his mouth is like deteriorating. Yeah, it's yeah. really gross. And then Rick, of course, busts in and he's like, "Look what I got!" And he has the cat. <laughs> and the cat, cat hisses at him. He just has a cat. <laughs> It's so dumb. Well, we, but we did. I skipped this part. Yeah, yeah. We found out at the museum because he's like, why is he scared of cats? And they're like, well, they're the Guardian. guardians of the underworld, so they'll fear him. But, he's going to fear them until he's fully regenerated. But it's just so hilarious. Like, like, look what super, I got. And this white cat's like. This super violent movie. He just enters <laughs> with a pussy cat, and it's like hilarious. 
It's just great shit. Yeah, so then then Emotep turns into a sand tornado and whoops right out of there because he's terrified of the cat. Yep. So now they arrive back at the museum again to discuss everything with the Magi folks. And Evie has a theory that the Book of the Living might tell them how to kill Emotep. If the Book of the Dead brought him back, the Book of the Living might tell them how to get rid of him. And then all of a sudden, they hear... Emotep, <laughs> yes. Emotep, which is another one of my husband's favorite because he's just <laughs> it would be. <laughs> so it's being chanted, and now he has a mob that's covered in boils and sores as the next pandemic. I mean plague, <laughs> um, to do his bidding, and they're coming for them. So now they're reading an old rock. I have no idea what this rock is from. But at the beginning of the movie, Evie talks about how she's upset because the Bembridge scholars didn't accept her her application to like basically come and learn from them and be an archaeologist because she doesn't have the field experience. Yeah. So she's reading this rock and she's like, the Bembridge scholars may have gotten it wrong. If the Book of the Dead was at the base of Anubis and they said that the Book of the Living should have been there, they got it wrong... And she's, like, reading. All of a sudden, the fucking boils and sores burst into the museum. And then she's like, the Book of the Living must be under the statue of Horus. Take that, Bembridge scholars. <laughs> she's all jacked she's up. She's all jazzed up. She's like, yeah, education's fun. <laughs> like, shoots a thumbs up to the camera. Yeah. It's great. So now, um, the book is under the statue of Horus, not Anubis. We understand this now. Jonathan was going to get the car started, and then the crowd comes up behind him, and he just starts chanting with them, and they think he's one of them. (laughs) So then he goes, he starts up the car, everybody else comes running out, and Benny, the little bitch, is like, Emotep, Emotep, (laughs) they're down here! (laughs) (laughs) So now um, Rick is just like, you're going to get yours, Benny! You're going to get yours! So now they're driving away and they're surrounded by the slaves of Emotep. So Rick just fucking char like he slams the- on the gas pedal and runs these motherfuckers. Yeah, they just over start running people over in know? an open top car. <laughs> and they're just like jumping off. Yeah, and like shit. it's literally yeah. just a pile on on the car. It's a pile of humans driving yeah. down this road. Yeah. And every but everybody gets like their own little sequence where they punch somebody off of the car. Yeah. But <clears> then the American, the one remaining American. Now, it's important because this is the last person who opened the, t- who the, opened the chest. Yeah. So now once he gets him, he's going to be fully regenerated. Yeah. So now he gets grabbed by two of them and he gets pulled out of the car. He's like in a shootout with everybody and then he runs out of bullets. And Emotep comes up and chows the fuck down. Yep. So Emotep comes up, or I'm sorry, they crash the car into like a water tank. And they're now surrounded and Emotep comes up. And he's basically like, listen, you come with me and I'll let your friends live. Like, it's all good. So Evie goes because they don't have another job, like another plan of escape. And then Emotep's like, kill them all. (laughs) And she's like, no, what are you doing? So then Benny goes up. He takes the key from Jonathan because obviously they need it for the Book of the Dead. Mm -hmm. Um, And then... Rick is like, yo, fuck this. Throws the fucking torch at the people. <laughs> rips open the sewer drains, which I don't even know if Egypt has a sewer at uh, this point in history. They do, apparently. But um, they all escape through the sewer, but the curator is staying behind to fight them off. And, he and then he's dead. Yeah. R.I.P. Deeds. <laughs> 
So now they arrive at Winston's trying to hop a flight to Hanoptra. This guy is sitting in the middle of the desert. Living the fucking life. With like a parasol Mm -hmm. and a gramophone or a, a phonograph. What do they call it? Phonographic. Yeah, and he's like listening to like jazz, or no, it's like Moroccan music. Yeah. As he's just like, in the middle of the desert. He's the last of the British airmen. He's living the life. Such a sweet setup. So now, um, basically, they talk him into doing this by saying, like, listen, you're probably going to die a year's death. (laughs) And that's all this guy wants. He's like, let's go. Let's fucking do this. So now the sand tornado is following them, and he's like, I've never seen one that big. That's what she said. <laughs> and uh, we find out that that's Emotep, Evie, and Benny, and that that's how they travel now. Yeah, they um, can, like, spit out of it. It's like, this, yeah. it's like the Tasmanian devil when people get sucked into it and they get thrown out, like, all disheveled. Yes. So now, um, yo... Emotep is rocking just a, a loincloth and the fucking robes at this point. Yeah, he's very... His bro is uh, fully regenerated. He's yeah. ready to get back into his ancient Egypt ways, I yeah. guess. So now they're at Hamanoptra. Emotep manip- manipulates the sand to create like a sand tsunami. A haboob. Yeah, to basically devour the plane. Yeah. And then Rick... Okay, Rick is a really great character, but he starts shooting at Sam. I think that's just desperation. Yeah. That, that's all that is. That's panic. Because they see well, Emotep's face in the it sand. It should be noted here. So Winston's flying the plane. Yeah. Brendan Fraser's in the back seat like yeah. Indiana Jones with Jock. <laughs> and then the, the Magi and Jonathan are each strapped to the wings. Which Jonathan's tweaking out and the Magi's like having the time of yeah, his life. and they're wearing like goggles <laughs> and like Amelia, the cats. Yeah, Amelia Earhart helmets and shit. Like, <laughs> it's absolutely hilarious amazing so now rick is shooting at the sand face yeah because the sand turns into the uh, emotep's face face. yeah yeah and uh so then emotep like eats them and evie is watching all of this but this guy okay emotep's the actor who does emotep god help this man for what he had to do for this part because he's like his ass is sticking out. His chest is yeah, pumped the, out. The way they make him look. Oh my god, the poor dude. But he does an amazing job. Kind of looks like Kojak. You ever see Telly Savalas with the Mm-mm. the lollipop in the seventies? Oh my god, who loves you, baby? You oh know, like god, that. He yes. kind of looks like that. Uh, I guess. Uh, think about it. like a younger, more suave version. <sighs> Billy just... Zane. <laughs> dude, I swear to God, when I first saw it, I was like, "Holy shit, it's Cal from Titanic!" He shaved his head. So anyway. Um, she kisses she him. She goes over yeah. and kisses him to distract him so that the plane can make it out of the sand tsunami. Yeah. And um, they crash the plane. But as they all get out, Winston's dead. But yeah. he has a, like, a legit smile on his face. Yeah, like, he's happy. This was the hero's death he always wanted. But they're in quicksand. So now it's he's so buried in the sand. So random. Yeah. I, and I'm not going to lie. As a kid watching all these movies and shows, I really thought quicksand was going to be a more detrimental part of my life. After watching uh, Dinosaurus a few weeks ago, oh my god, and like the brontosaurus gets stuck in the quicksand, right. so like I went and I, I like did some research on quicksand. It turns out you don't drown in quicksand; that the hum- humans could like swim in it. Really? Like, it's it's like there's some science behind it. Huh. Don't ask me to explain <laughs> buoyancy. I don't know, but like humans cannot like keep sinking or whatever. Huh? I swear to God, I read it. Interesting. Princess Bride does not Is validate quicksand? that. Yeah, in the pit of not the or the woods, the forest. What's it called? With the rats of unusual size. I know the rat rodents of unusual size. Yeah, 
What is that? That's not the pit of despair. It's like the no, forest the pit of despair of, is where they suck the life out of them. The, it's like the woods the or the forest. Swamp, fire swamp. Fire swamp. Fire swamp. Because the fire kills the rod. Yep, yeah. Yep. 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 But anyway, so anyway, well, that's right. They get stuck in those things that look like ashtrays. Mm-hmm. Yeah, yeah, right, yeah. 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 All right. So anyway, um, Evatep, Evie, and Benny are now in the ritual room where they were in the very beginning when he was trying to bring Anux and the Moon back the first time. And um, so then we see Jonathan. Uh, he's <laughs> reminds me of our father directing <laughs> yeah. um, the Magi and Rick on how to do the work. He's, Lift your back, go yeah. from the top. He's the foreman of the big. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> so now he finds the blue gold scarabs that the jailer had found, and he like pops it off, and he's just looking at it. And as it's in his hand, the fucking scarab comes out and goes into his hand. Yeah. <laughs> repeat yeah. then rick is he's like freaking out rick rips open his shirt and he pops it out with the knife he cuts him he cuts, cuts him open, open yeah and then he shoots it which gives emotep you know heads up that they're Whoa. there Whoa. yeah he's like oh i didn't hear the screams that were coming from jonathan <laughs> but i heard that gunshot is this so, the part when like all of a sudden emotep has like underwear on yes he just has like boxer he has briefs. the loincloth yeah but it's like made of chain mail yeah or something. it's really fucking weird i told you before he was wearing just a loincloth and <laughs> yeah. a robe but, but now he's but just, this is just like the robe is gone yeah it's just so maybe just, it's what's needed for the ritual who knows he's like naked i know <laughs> it's so weird and he's hairless yeah, totally. This smooth. man has nothing yeah. but eyebrows and eyelashes he's, on his he's body. He's basically a porpoise. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So now Emotep, knowing that they're hot on their trail, like opens a canopic jar, takes some dust out of it, and blows it at the wall. And that's where his priests are embedded. Yeah. The ones who were mummified alive. The gold goblins. Yeah, yeah. they're <laughs> the golden goblins yeah. are embedded in the walls and he tells them like go find them, kill them and wake your brothers basically. Yeah. So now Rick the Magi and John arrive in the treasure room, which is really reminiscent of Aladdin's treasure room. Cave of Wonders. In the cave that's of what wonders. this is, yeah. Yep. But the mummies start coming up from under the ground and they start shooting them and like they run into another room. And then we see Benny find the gold room. Fucker. Jesus Christ. Evie wakes up and she's now chained onto a table yeah. next to a mummy's body. Delightful. Yeah. Meanwhile, the boys um, find Horace, the statue of Horace. And we see Benny is also taking gold out, like dragging bags of gold out to put it on the camera. Which is back. just like another movie, and I'm trying to think of it where. The person is getting the gold and getting ready to leave. Smee from Hook, maybe I don't know. No, there's, maybe. there's a. Oh my God, it's something where the guy. Oh, and he, I can I can see him like showing off a ring or something. Somebody is doing something with gold and they're getting it ready while everybody else is like fighting the evil. Is it the Goonies? No, it's not the Goonies. I'll figure it. Out. I'll probably talk about it next week if I realize right. what it is. Hey, that's fine. So now Evie. Um, oh wait, I already did that. She's tied up, and all the guys, like Benny's oh, stealing yeah. the gold. Emotep is about to start the ritual again. Yeah, yeah. So now, <laughs> as they're fighting this mummy, these mummies, they have them in a hallway. Rick like starts throwing dynamite and shit down there, and the head magi, again, I love this line. Turns around, he's got like a machine gun that he took off the <laughs> yeah, airplane. Yeah, he took the, it, the machine gun off the. Yeah, yeah. and um, he goes. 
Save the girl. Kill the creature. And he runs into this gaggle of mummies. Yeah, but he doesn't even, like, shoot them. He's no, just, like, he just runs bum- in. He's yeah. shoulder-checking he's them. elbowing them. Yeah, like, he's, like, a fucking <laughs> hockey player. And um, so then we see Imhotep. He gets Anuxinamun's soul out of the water again yeah. and into her old body. And just as he's, he's like, and now with your death, Anuxinamun will live. And he goes to stab Evie. But as... He's about to do this. Jonathan's at well, the top of the stairs with the book of Amun-Ra from the book of, from Horus. And he's like, Evie, I found the book. And then, of course, Imhotep's like, Amun-Ra. Question. Mm-hmm. Every time a mummy in this movie comes back to life, it, mm-hmm. like, shrieks. Because, <laughs> like, what the fuck? Like, if you were, okay, let's say you die tomorrow in a car crash. Yeah. And two days later... Your husband does some sort of ritual and brings you back. <laughs> is the first thing you do is open your eyes and shriek? Or well, are you going mean, to be like sure groggy? I'm sure you're like freaked out. I don't know. After 3,000 years, I'll be like, huh? 3,000 years. That'll give you such a creak in the neck. After six hours of sleep, I'm like, huh? <laughs> what? Like, I can't imagine like waking up from death and just being well, like, ah! <laughs> like But the? you have to remember, in Egypt, there's a whole thing about the afterlife. Uh, so you have to remember, like, you're in the afterlife, and then you're getting pulled back into your old body. I guess. I what, think... I, what I, is I, the afterlife supposed to be like in Egypt? I, isn't it supposed to just be like... Because that's why they bury you with you your possessions. You live your life, yeah. Yeah, so but, it's like a dead version of living. Right? I, essentially, yeah, but then, you like, you get ripped out of that and into your old body. I suppose so. There's, like, you could go really deep into Well, I know there's a Egyptian lot, yeah, there's lore, a lot to talk about. Like, where they keep your heart, sep- like, they keep your heart in your body, I think, because when you go to Anubis, he weighs, or Osiris, or one of their no, gods. No, no, Sharon, isn't that he, the guy who does the river weighs, crossing? No, no, no. Um, or is that they Greek? weigh your heart. That's Greek. Okay. That's the river sticks. Yeah. But um, right. they'll weigh your heart to see if you were a good person or a bad person. Really? That's... Yeah. Like there's a lot of ancient Egyptian lore and gods and stuff like that. So that what, what goes into it? What's the control? If he weighs your heart, what's the what's the other thing that he weighs it a against? A feather. Really? Mm-hmm. So if you're good, are you light or heavy? Heavy hearted. I think balanced or lighter oh. than the feather. Lighter than the feather. I don't know how this makes sense. I guess because you're it's not... It's Egyptian lore, dude. None of it makes sense. Well, the, the, I mean, it Horus, does to them Horus, if it lasted so Horus long. has a bird head. And Anubis has a dog head. Anubis is a dog, and Osiris is a owl or something? I think... No, Horus is the bird. Wait. Well, there's there's an ibis. Mm-hmm. There's like a parrot. That's the female. Isn't there like a flamingo head or something like I'm that? I'm sure there is. I'm trying to think, because like, I don't mean to disparage you. No, no, absolutely not. It's just we don't have a deep dive into it. I just oh. know like... Certain parts from like documentaries that I've watched. Oh God, I gotta watch more of this shit because because mm-hmm. it, it is, is interesting. really interesting. Because like I took you know everybody in high school they give you like the world cultures class yeah. and everything and this, you learn a little bit. This, of this was and that. definitely the most interesting part of it. Yeah, like, Egyptian um, history is absolutely because it's so most... far removed from like the modern day like the yes. shit that like nowadays like you turn on the news or you put on a documentary mm-hmm. and everything is fucking political yeah or everything is like based on technology it's just like what about the human condition yeah because politics politics are just people's minds being melded or uh, morphed by what they take in yeah it's not really philosophical it's basically red team blue team it's sports now for geeks yeah and sociopaths that's what, yeah. like, that's what politics is but like everything is viewed through that lens now yeah whereas you go back and you like read ancient history i mean of course there's still 
governments. Well, there's still and, politics. Yeah, there's still but, kings and queens and governments and yeah. shit like that. But like a lot of it is the human condition and its will to thrive and mm-hmm. you know live. <laughs> Absolutely. I'm sorry, that was a tangent. No, no, that's totally fine. Yeah. Um. So let's see. Where was I? More mummies enter and they're fighting them. They're coming up to the ground. Oh, oh no. no! Jonathan yells Dude, down. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> I'm sorry. <laughs> so Imhotep wants the book of the living, Amun Ra, and while Jonathan is distracting Imhotep. John or Rick comes up in the back and he frees Evie. Where'd he get that sword? He pulled it out of like a statue. That's right. Okay. Yeah. And um, because so now, it cuts chain. <laughs> yeah, it does. It cuts through. It cuts through iron. Yeah. Which is like wow. But anyway, so now um, Jonathan reads an inscription off of the. Um, oh, I'm sorry. Rick frees Evie and kills all of Emotep's priests. Yeah. Who then try to kill him. And that backfires. Because, like, he cuts them in half and cuts their arms off yeah. that. But all those parts are still alive. Yeah. So, like, a torso is holding him. And, like, one arm is holding him. And there's a hand, like, thing from the yeah. Adam's family <laughs> trying to grab the sword. And then there's one with, like, a tombstone that's going to yeah. crush him. And then Jonathan... Or, no, he... God, what does he do? He kicks its knees out or something and the tombstone falls on it. Well, um, he grabs the hand that was grabbing the That's sword. That's right. Okay, yeah. And he cuts it off at the knees and it falls backwards onto the mummy. Yeah, and then he's able to like fight off the torso mm-hmm. on him and that... And that's when, like, Evie breaks free, but the female mummy... Anux and Amun. Anux and Amun comes and starts fighting her. Yeah. And chasing her. And And she's just like... (laughs) And then, like, but, like, Evie and Jonathan are having a dialogue while she's running, and he's trying to get away from the mummy. Mm -hmm. And she's trying to tell him how to properly pronounce... Well, we'll get there. So he does an inscription, and, um... So these other mummies, like these guards, start coming out. But Imhotep's like, "Yo, yes, motherfucker! Like I needed these guys." <laughs> yeah. And that's when Anuxinamun is trying to kill Evie. So Rick is starting to fight and run from these guards. And as he does, Evie, he does run, he does run <laughs> like a bitch. And as as Evie is like trying to fight off Anuxinamun, she's like, "You need to finish the inscription, and then you can control them, Jonathan." And he's just like, what's this last word? It's like a stork or a bird. <laughs> and she's like, a minifice. And he goes, ah, oh, yes, a minifice. <laughs> she's like, read the inscription, you dumbass. And she's almost being murdered by this <laughs> mummy. And Rick is like literally about to be murdered oh, by yeah, all yeah. the guards. There's like eight of them who have spears up against them. They're yeah. about to lunge. Yeah. And he says it, and that's there in his they control. All they all stop. Yeah. And uh, then Jonathan orders them to kill a Nux and a moon. And Imhotep's like, now you die. Now you're done, you asshole. Yeah, they, they, they go murder. and they kill Anux Namun yeah. for the third time now, I think. <laughs> Christ sake, this woman will not die. Been through a lot. <laughs> so now Rick um, goes and he cuts off Imhotep's arm because he's choking Jonathan. Yeah. And Imhotep's just like, fuck you, and reattaches it. Like, literally turning it like it screws on yeah. or something. Second movie in a row we've watched now where someone has lost an arm. There's been just, <laughs> oh a, God, there's been right. just a strange arm in this scene. <laughs> a random arm, a loose <laughs> arm. So now um, he simply reattaches it. Jonathan got the key, though, because the <clears throat> keys were in Imhotep's robe. And this is where I said, the mummy is fighting Fraser in his undies. Because <laughs> oh <my God. laughs> this is when I first noticed it. <laughs> so what the fuck? And that's, yeah, that's when um, Imhotep and Rick start fighting. So now Evie finds the inscription, which is like the easiest fucking thing. It's two words. Yeah. Yeah. Paradus. Paradus. Yeah, it's something like that. Yeah, like, it's like Harry Potter. Yeah. <laughs> 
Wingardium Leviosa. What's that? It's from Harry Potter. Is that like a spell? Yeah. For what? Uh, to I, lift, I know you to know. To like make something go up in the air. Oh, It's like levitation? Wingardium Leviosa, but Ronald Weasley is pronouncing it wrong. He's like, Wingardium Leviosa. And she's like, it's not Leviosa, it's Leviosa, or something like that. This is like an infliction? Yeah. Weasley basically. is the ginger, correct? Ginger, gotcha. for sure. So now, um, Rick and Imhotep are fighting. She says the inscription, and this blue carriage comes down the stairs. You know what it reminded me of? Because mm-hmm. it's like this ghost thing. It's kind of like that, you ever seen Ghostbusters 2? You know the ghost nanny that flies through New oh York and God. steals the baby in the carriage? Oh my like, God. It's kind of like that. You know what I mean? And now I'm just imagining the little man, like, <laughs> the little man on a nanny's body. <laughs> Jesus Christ. He just, like, comes in. Hello! <laughs> All right. Um, so he dri- the carriage drives through Imhotep, and then it comes back, and, like, Imhotep's soul is on the back yeah, of the carriage. Yeah, it's, like, white-knuckling it. Yeah, yeah. he's like, no! And so he's now pissed. He comes over and everybody's like, I thought that I was going to kill him. Yeah. And he literally walks into Rick's sword. Yeah, like the end of Men in Tights. Yeah. Like, like, like the, <laughs> the sheriff of Rottingham. Like, it's, it's so anticlimactic. But she's like, he's mortal now. Yeah. He can die. No blood in this scene, which was no. shocking for this movie. For this movie, yeah, I know, I right? Thought there would be blood. Like, you literally sucked the juices out of four bodies yeah, and, and showed the corpse. And, and he's just holding his stomach. Yeah. And, yeah. He falls into the water and he starts to deteriorate. And uh, what are the other? So he falls into the pool and he's mm-hmm. getting sucked down. But like the water turns into like a bunch of like, I guess those are souls. souls. Yeah, like whose are? They? It's weird because like it's almost like they're consuming him. Yeah, you know I mean? like I don't know if those are like people he killed or something. Like I don't I know. Don't it's know. just weird. Maybe it's just people who like were buried there, like the souls. I guess people who are still there. Yeah. yeah. But yeah, he falls in the pool, he gets eaten up, and he's gone. And then he says something, and she goes, and they're like, what did he say? And she goes, death is only the beginning. Uh-huh. Call back to the very beginning when they find his body. Yeah. So now, as Benny is taking out more gold to put on this poor camel's back, um, he like stops and like hangs it on something, because he's so tired from <laughs> carrying all this heavy gold. Um, and it sets off a booby trap. Yeah. Now... I think at the very beginning, or like... Maybe I was thinking about Abu in the Cave of Wonders. Yeah. <laughs> Maybe that's what I was thinking about. Anyway. But, like, at the very beginning, they said, like, I think it was O'Connell talking about it, saying, like, oh, yeah, and then there's, like, the whole thing where if you do blah, 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 the city will, like, collapse in on itself. Yeah. I vaguely remember hearing that somewhere in the movie from some character. But um, probably the curator or something I, like that. So maybe they were talking about it when they found the map, and because yeah. they were just going through the whole history of Hominoptera. They, they basically vomited a bunch of plot points in the first yeah. ten minutes. It was of this really movie. difficult. Yeah, yeah. It's a really fun movie, but some of the more finer details it yeah. gets hard. But um, so anyway, he sets off the booby trap, and it starts crush it like it's indiana jones where shit just starts yeah. coming down yeah and there's a lot of really claustrophobic moments <laughs> um where they're crawling and this shit is coming down on them and it freaks you out and they're getting under like the Ooh. stone doors that are coming Ooh. down and shit yeah freaks me out uh, like it's one thing for a door to close but like the entirety like the, of, like the roof yeah, the is ceiling in. yeah it's like the trash Ooh. compactor in star wars Ooh. yeah 
It gives me the heebie-jeebies. <laughs> so anyway, now they're all running out, trying to get there. Um, Benny's like, O'Connor, O'Connor, don't leave me. <laughs> yeah. And he tries, but Benny doesn't make it. And O'Connor just goes, bye, Benny. Yeah, fuck and you. fucking leaves him. So then Benny is crawling back under this collapsing ceiling yeah. just to get into the treasure room. Cave of Wonders. The Cave of Wonders. <laughs> and um, as like the ceiling is coming down, all of those ancient mirrors that did the light trick that Evie showed us yeah. start getting crushed. And there's little, less and less light. All he his has torch. is his torch. Yeah, his torch. Again, another, I swear to God, this movie is Indiana Jones. Because it's like when Indy and Marion yeah. are in the pit with the snakes mm-hmm. and the torch is going out. You know what I mean? It's. I feel like there's so many things cribbed. Like, I don't hate it. Yeah. Yeah, it's still a fun movie. But it's just like so many callbacks to Indiana Jones. Yeah. But, um, so, and that's when the scarabs begin to arrive, and he's, like, waving the yeah, torch at them. Yeah, you hear them, and, oh, God. Oh, they start pouring out of every single open area. Like the snakes. Oh. <laughs> yeah. but and as the, like, it's just, the torch is going out, and out, and lower, and lower, no. and it's dark, and you just hear, <laughs> and they start screaming, like and all the scarabs bitch. attack him, and they're gonna slowly devour him yeah. for, for years. <laughs> Now the entire city is literally collapsing in on itself. Fucking walls are just like whoosh. Yeah, it, it's like the ground is collapsing. Yeah, this, it's, yeah, the sand is fucking. Yeah. Oh, everything is going in, and they run out and they make it out safely. All the camels are smart and got out themselves. <laughs> um, and now they're watching everything go down, and all you see is a bandaged hand reach for Jonathan, yeah. and you're like, "How the fuck did another mummy get out of there?" <laughs> But we turns out that it's just Ardeth the Magi. Yeah. And uh, he made it out. He yeah. didn't die with the high priest. I'd like to know how. Right? <laughs> he thanks them and he says, you have the appreciation of my people, even though you fucking started this shit. <laughs> thanks, for, thanks for closing it out. Yeah. And then he just leaves them. Yeah, that's it. <laughs> and Jonathan is just like, I can't believe we're leaving with nothing. We're all leaving empty-handed. All that treasure is gone. And, of course, Evelyn and Rick are like, not all of us are leaving empty-handed. And yeah. they they finally kiss. And they get on their camel. And as they're leaving, you just see a little glint of gold on the back of O'Connell's camel. So he got the girl, he got the camel, and he got the girl. <laughs> he got the gold. Girl, gold. Gold, gold girl, girl, and camel. camel. Yeah, GGC. <laughs> and that's the end of the movie. Yeah. What'd you think, dude? I loved it. I thought this was, like, fun. Mm-hmm. Like, that's all I ask for from a lot of things, whether it's TV or mm-hmm. movies. Something that just entertained me and keep me like and keep me involved. Yeah. And the thing is, I think a lot of movies way too often, especially in this kind of movie, mm-hmm. there's always that slowdown part mm-hmm. where like they're like, oh, we gotta let them catch their breath and re. No, keep nope. going a hundred miles per fucking hour because yep. I'm not gonna get up. I'm not gonna change the channel. Yeah. Like. We can you handle have it. Me. We as viewers can handle yeah. this, all right? So, like, uh, this You've movie. You got me involved. I want to stay involved. This movie was like Charlie Sheen. It had one speed, go. <laughs> and Winning. It, yeah, and it, I just enjoyed it. It was because. It was fun to watch. And it the, didn't feel like a two hour movie. No, dude, it flew by because I watched it late on a, on a weekend night mm-hmm. and it just like flew. Yeah. I was just like, oh, wow. I don't feel tired either yeah. at all. Like It was a good time. Yeah. And um, I think one of the most important parts of this is sometimes when you're watching a movie and it has like an A-list person, mm-hmm. a lot of times you can fall into the trap of going, oh, well, so-and-so is good in this. You don't mm-hmm. think of them as a character. You think of them as, as, as the actor the playing the character. Yeah. Like this one, because everybody is just like a, 
everybody's a character actor for the most part. Yeah. You buy them as these people. Yep. And it just flows. It's almost like you're just actually watching these people do this action. Mm -hmm. And it just flows really well. I love this. This was a great choice. Thank you. I'm so, happy. Uh, this was episode 99, by the way. Did you know that? Really? Did you know that next week is our 100th milestone episode? Holy shit. Yeah, can you believe That's it? That's crazy. Yeah. It's been almost two years on The Office. Yeah, the, that, <laughs> that really like broke my soul. Doing these movies has kind of reinvigorated me, I'm not going to lie. Like these last two weeks, I was like so into these. Right. Oh, God. So next week for our 100th episode, Mary Bear, it's my turn to pick, right? Yes, it is. Well, you kind of foreshadowed it earlier. We are going to watch Drive Angry. Oh, my God. Starring Nicolas Cage and... Uh, I knew it was coming eventually. <laughs> did you? Amber Heard, who apparently is a controversial no, figure. fuck her. I heard some things about her. But yeah, we'll, we'll she's talk an about, abuser. Oh, oh, we'll talk about it. Trust me, that'll come up next week. But, uh, Ruined yeah. a man's career. So a lot of people out there, uh, you listeners, you may not... You, you Everybody knows Nick Cage. Yeah. Everybody knows what to expect, I think, from like post-2005 Nick Cage. <laughs> Like, I think we all know what we're getting into. But if you haven't watched it, you know, I'm giving you time. Yeah, I'm giving you time. Go out there and watch it and then listen along with us. Or if you want to listen along with us while we watch, you know, while you watch the movie, whatever. Uh, Drive Angry, starring Nick Cage. Now, mind you guys, I've only seen this once and that was enough for me. And that was years ago when I'm pretty sure you made me watch it when it first came out. So, oh, this came out. uh, It was around my birthday and me and my friends went to the midnight premiere i'll tell the story next wait week. they had a midnight premiere for a nick cage oh and we were there f- and it was a bunch of old people who didn't get it and it was amazing <laughs> so we'll talk all we'll talk all about that and more next week guys all right uh, but in the meantime make sure to visit our uh, social media page at yeah. brother <laughs> at brosis podcast mm-hmm. on twitter if you have longer form feedback you want to get in touch with us send us or the- recommend a movie that maybe neither kevin or I yeah if seen. you if you have an idea Shoot it our way, and you know if we like it, we'll probably do it. If not, well, I'm sorry. <laughs> but, you know, so you can get in touch with us at brothersisterrewatch at gmail.com. Also, you can find us on any podcasting app that you use, whether that be Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Spotify, Anchor, Podbean, and more. You can find us each and every money Monday, money each and every Monday on the Jenny Position Podcast feed. So make sure you go and subscribe today. You'll find us each and every Monday, as well as some other great content throughout the week from Jennifer, Jennifer Smith and Friends, whether mm-hmm. that be Freak Out Drive-In, Journey Through Infinity, Geek and Sassy, and so much more. Pop pop. That's right. So go check it out, guys. And uh, until next time, we'll catch you on down the road. Thanks, guys. <laughs> <laughs>